Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're doing wonderful. If you're brand new, welcome to my channel. I'm Dr. Da. Today I have a very interesting video for you about the power of feminine silence. Now you may think of this title and think, is she gonna tell me that I need to be quiet as a woman, that I need to just shut up and not speak my mind? No, that's not what this video is about, but there are times where you should be silent. And that is what we're going to talk about because there are reasons behind this that will benefit your life and hopefully open you up to an entirely different way of living. So I want you to go ahead and sit back, relax, get your favorite notebook and something to write with. And let's talk about this. As a woman, we have so many wonderful qualities about us. But one of those wonderful qualities is speaking and sometimes speaking too much. And because we tend to do this, a lot of us women get ourselves in situations that we wish we hadn't gotten into. As a feminine woman, one of your biggest sources of power is how you use your words and knowing when to speak and how much to speak. Feminine silence is not about being secretive. It's about being selective. So I'm going to talk about different situations and scenarios in your life that you may want to think twice about being a little bit more silent. The first area is dating. When you're on dates, the power of silence is going to open you up to be able to really take in your environment and the person that you're actually with. We go on dates a lot of the times and we're in our heads. Femininity is all about being in your body, being present, being still, being able to absorb whatever is coming towards you. So when you're getting ready for a date, you're excited, you're thinking about how this man's going to perceive you and what to say and what not to say, and you're up here. And we end up spilling so much information about ourselves that we wish we hadn't shared. And what's even worse is that we lose out on taking in what that man is trying to give us, hearing about who he really is behind what he's saying, taking the time to actually observe him and figure out, okay, is this a kind man? Is this man only concerned about sex? Is this man someone who is very motivated and driven? Because you're not thinking about yourself and what you have to share and what you have to prove to him, you're able to use that silent time to take him in. And when it comes to femininity and when it comes to being silent, this is a very attractive quality because the man is able to know that you are someone that he can pour into. And as women, we are receivers. We're the ones who take in what is given to us and we incubate it and then we make something out of it, right? Just like when we conceive a child. So when you're in dating situations and you're taking in what he's saying, you're able to process and figure out, hmm, is this really the man for me? Without all of the things that you're going to tell him, you get a more clear picture. And when you are silent, it also gives you an opportunity to not reveal so much about yourself in the sense of what you really do or don't know. If you're in a room and a person is a little bit more quiet and isn't necessarily being like the boisterous one in the room that just has to spill everything that they're thinking, 
a person doesn't really know what you do or don't know. You don't know how intelligent or unintelligent someone is if they're not really speaking. Now, I'm also not proposing that when you go on dates that you shouldn't speak. (laughs) I don't want you to sit there and the person wonder if you're okay. It's not about that. It's about being selective and knowing when it's time for you to just listen and take some time and flirt, be in your body, you know, kind of lean in and smile and laugh at his jokes and just kind of play off of whatever it is that he's giving you. But it is in no way about being a doormat. When you're a feminine woman, you are not a doormat. You are gentle and your silence is gentle, but it's gentle with passion. So there is a lot there, but you know when the right time is to unleash it, to divulge it. And with regard to being a doormat or being in a situation that can really change your life, When you're a woman who's living in her femininity and you notice that something is off about the relationship, about the man that you're dating, about the situation, your silence will give you time to come up with an exit strategy, give you time to process things, give you time to be able to not give away your game plan. And a lot of us women, especially, can sometimes become so emotional that we tell everything. We tell everything that we're going to do, how we're going to do it, when we're going to do it. And then when something happens, the person knows exactly what to attack. They know exactly where you are, exactly what you did because you told them. So it gives you time to think, to process when you're silent. It gives you time to watch, to observe, and to be in your body. And that is why practicing feminine silence on date is a very seductive, attractive, and powerful trait that I invite you to try out the next time you see your guy. Now, let's talk about marriage. One of the qualities that is so powerful as a feminine woman when you're a wife is having a gentle and quiet spirit. Now, a quiet spirit doesn't mean a silent spirit. And unfortunately, the area of marriage is very triggering to a lot of women because of their situations or circumstances, their past, the things that they have been involved in. When you talk about marriage, it really stings. And marriage is a really difficult partnership. No one who's ever been married will tell you that marriage is easy and it's just a breeze. It's actually very difficult, even though it's a beautiful thing. But unfortunately, when you end up marrying a man who wasn't the right one for so many different reasons, you can harbor a lot of resentment and just a lot of negative feelings. So when you hear conversations about marriage, it triggers you. But what the best thing to do in any situation is, is analyze your role in it, whatever part you played in it, and try your best to make sure that you learn from those things so they don't continue to happen in the future. Having a gentle and quiet spirit is not the same as being a doormat, being completely silent, not speaking your mind, not saying what you feel. Having a gentle and quiet spirit is actually strength under control. It's you as a woman being able to know when you are being a little bit too much with your husband, when you're throwing up your thoughts and throwing up your feelings without actually thinking through them. When you're saying things that are so harmful and so hurtful that it takes weeks, months to bounce back from the things that you've said. Not knowing when to just stop and listen. 
and kind of wanting to be the one to lead him without actually saying you want to be the one to lead him because of the way that you're choosing to respond to the things that your husband is saying. So having a gentle and quiet spirit is one of the most beautiful qualities to God. That is the way that a woman really is beautiful on the inside. And if you haven't practiced feminine silence, then it's very difficult to show your gentle and quiet spirit. What that means is that you on the inside, having a presence where you are able to listen to your husband, be able to hear his feedback, be able to contain yourself without exploding when you're upset about something that he said, being able to even let him finish his thoughts. And this is not just your husband. This can be your husband. This can be your child. This can be a coworker. Being able to let people speak without interrupting them, without thinking that you know what they're going to say, without injecting your own thoughts and feelings, without reacting. You know, us women sometimes really have to practice the art of not reacting, not being overly dramatic, taking the time to be able to allow someone to be themselves and accepting them and not forcing yourself to change them or being disturbed by who this person naturally is and allowing them to be able to finish. So many times you hear men and women fighting and you hear the man just saying, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? (laughs) Because they can't finish because a woman is being so rude and not allowing him to complete his thoughts. And for men, you know, they're masculine and they're always up here, like for the most part. They're up here. They want to get their thoughts out. And we as women, as feminine women, are usually connected more to our feelings. But getting those feelings out while he's trying to get his thoughts out is also inappropriate. Your feelings don't supersede his thoughts if he's talking. Once he's done talking, then of course, you know, share your feelings. But just be careful that your feelings do not go to a place where they ruin what you have. Don't tear down your own home because you're not able to be silent. You being silent allows you to be able to think about what he said. Your husband making a suggestion that you think is ridiculous, yeah, of course that happens, but you being silent gives you the time to reflect on that, to pray about it, because each time he shares something with you and feels like you immediately reject it, you immediately just turn it down, you immediately say something disrespectful, that stops him from opening up to you in other situations, not just in his ideas for the family or for you, but just in like how he feels, his normal day-to-day. It stops that interaction with you completely. He will completely shut down and you deprive him of that emotional storage that he has inside because you are tearing him down by your impulsive reactions and words. So when you practice feminine silence, you're able to listen and be present and take it in without him really even knowing how you feel about it. Your facial expressions are not going to tell on you. You really are there. You really are giving him an opportunity to share his thoughts. And I'm honing in on this because this is something that would really open up the door to marriages being more synchronized and just being a lot more smooth if we would give one another the space and the opportunity to just present our thoughts 
without condemnation, without rejection, without ridicule. And you as a woman are the primary person that can allow this space for your husband and for your children. Trust me, your children also know if they can't talk to you. They know if mom always cuts them off or if mom always shoots down their ideas or if mom can never let them get a word in. They know that about you. So they won't even bother. Once they realize you're like this, they will stop talking to you. And that is so painful as a mother to know that your children are not willing to speak to you about things because of how you act. So practicing the ability to suppress your reactions, suppress your thoughts, suppress your feedback until they're finished or until you have an appropriate response is so important. And I really want you to practice this. Now, it's very common for us women to be able to practice silence at work, but for some of us, this is still a struggle. Most of us are kind of trained in the workforce to be able to hold back our thoughts and our feelings because we are following the rules. Like we know we are being paid. We are trained to do certain things. It's not about how we feel. It's not about our thoughts. The workplace is a very masculine environment. So we as feminine women have to tap into and really be in our masculine energy at work. However, even in those spaces, there is a time for you to be silent. When you're dealing with authority, if they're telling you something, it's not the time to tell them how you feel about that and how it's not fair and all of these things. There is a time for that. It doesn't mean that you literally do not speak your mind. It means that you know how to be quiet, hear the information, and take the time to draft up an email, talk to a lawyer, get feedback from someone who's worked that job before, and then present it. All of these things and the way that you react, it all follows you. It builds up and it follows you. (laughs) And you'll find that the way that you act at home, a lot of times influences how you act at work. If you are disrespectful to your own parents, chances are you're going to be disrespectful to your boss. If you're disrespectful to other people in authority, whether it's a pastor, a police officer, if you have no regard for people who have authority in your life, then silence is going to be very difficult for you. And again, it doesn't mean you don't express yourself. It means you have wisdom in learning when to express yourself and how to express yourself in a way where you still keep your dignity and you're able to be respected and listened to and heard. It is different in the workplace versus in your marriage life because at work, you really do want to be respected for your thoughts and what you think think should be the right thing and what you think you should be doing and how you think people should be treating you and how you think things should be running. But when you are at home as a feminine woman, okay, I'm not talking about women who are living in their masculinity. I'm talking about you ladies who want to know what it's like to be a feminine woman. When you're at home, you want to be cherished for your feelings. Femininity is all about feelings and men are able to zone in and be more compelled to side with you or to hear you when you are talking through your feelings. 
men are not so much concerned about showing you respect for your thoughts because as a masculine man, like that's their role. If you want to be a woman who is with a masculine man who cherishes her, who is the trophy, the prize, the the most beautiful blessing that he's ever received, then you want to be cherished. Let's just say it's very difficult for you to be both cherished and respected at the same time. If you're with a masculine man, you want him to cherish you. And he cherishes you by expressing your feelings in a feminine and loving and direct way. If you want a feminine man, then you can then be respected for your thoughts. And he will do that. And you will have to respect him for his feelings, right? It's 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 a different ball game. And we're not going to get into that. But at work, if you want to be respected for your thoughts, then you must practice silence and let them know that you are a respectable person by the way that you carry yourself, by the way that you interact with other people, and by the way that you voice your concerns. Another important way to practice feminine silence is being silent with your thoughts. We live in a world where there is just so much noise. We have noise, we have opinions coming from the radio with music, coming from social media, coming from the news, coming from movies, coming from your family members, coming from your friends. We have noise around us. And so many of us don't take enough time to be in silence, to be by ourselves, whether it's just 20 minutes in the bathroom, if you have a very noisy home, and just think and process your day, process your feelings, process where you are. Allow yourself to just be in silence. I know people personally that cannot be in silence. Like they always have to have the radio playing when they're driving in the car. They have to have a podcast going on when they're taking a shower, music playing while they're cooking. There is no time in their day until they, and you know what I I was going to say, until they go to sleep. But even I've even seen people who need like ASMR or need music or some kind of noise to even fall asleep where they have no point in their day, not one point in their day where they are in silence. It's like silence bothers them or scares them. And it's something to appreciate. It's something to desire because silence is how you hear God. Silence is how you're able to remember that maybe you hurt someone's feelings. Maybe you have a doctor's appointment that you need to schedule. You can't think with all of the noise in this world. You need to have time where you are in reflection and you are in silence. So practicing journaling and just spending time with God, spending time in nature, spending time by yourself is so important for you as a woman to recharge and to get your mind in a place where you can really rest in your femininity. And one of the most important and yet neglected ways of practicing feminine silence is when you're spending time with God. We, children of God, oftentimes come to God with a whole wish list, a whole prayer list. I mean, in life, we need God, right? We need God. We need God to help us to be 
the women that he created us to be. We need God to help us with circumstances, with money, with with everything, right? But in that, a lot of times we are so focused on what we need and just just getting it all out that after we've spent time reading the Bible, after we spent time reading a devotional, after we've spent time journaling to God, we don't listen. We don't just sit there in silence and hear from God. You wouldn't believe how many people are always asking the question, how do I hear God's voice? How do I know what God wants from me? How do I know? You don't know because you're not silent before the Lord. You're not able to sit there and give him a minute after you finish praying. He's like, wait, 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 wait. And you're gone. You're done. You're gone. Where's my answer to my prayer? And he wants you to wait. And listen, he may tell you immediately. He may answer it immediately. But you're so busy checking things off your list or just getting out your own wants that you're not silent to hear him. And oftentimes the way that we interact with God is the same way that we interact with other people in our lives. We treat God a lot of times like we treat everyone else. So in God's presence, you remember God is a spirit. God is a person. He is a person of the Holy Spirit. And he has feelings. He has things that he wants to tell you. And he wants you to be willing to spend a little time after you've gotten everything out and be silent. Be silent. Hear from him. There's stuff that he wants to tell you. He wants you to be willing to give him a little bit of time. I do want to mention that there are some things that you absolutely can never be silent about. As a feminine woman, you are also a woman who stands up for what is right, who's able to voice her thoughts when it's appropriate in a very clear way. If you are a woman who notices that something is wrong, you are obligated to say something, to break your silence and speak up. Whether something has happened to you someone has harmed you, someone has hurt you, someone has been inappropriate with you, you must say something. Whether you have noticed this with someone else, you have a sense, your intuition. Maybe it's a situation where you notice that there's something a little bit off with your daughter and your husband, and you don't like the way they're interacting. Yes, mentally in your head, it's your husband, It's her father. There should not be anything inappropriate going on. But your feminine intuition, your gut is telling you something is off. That is not the time to be silent. That is the time for you to talk to your daughter and find out what's going on and pray and ask God to show you what's going on. You've seen me do these interviews with these incredible women on my channel who have told you that it was their own father's who sexually abused them, who molested them, who hurt their own biological fathers. And guess what? Their mothers were there, whether their mothers knew about it or did not know about it. Their mothers were there. And as women, you have a job to protect your children. So being silent when you know that something is off is completely wrong. And you have a responsibility to speak up and not wait. And if you notice that someone else is being harmed, whether it's a stranger, whether it's information that you know about a crime or something really awful and you know the truth, 
say something because silence is so powerful that it can actually kill you. You holding on to an awful secret can kill you from the inside. So you don't want to be responsible for that. You don't want to take things into your own hands and hold on to them and let them eat you alive. If you have secrets, if you have things that you know could set someone free, if you've done something where maybe you've lied about something and someone else is in prison or has had an awful punishment because you lied, you need to say something. You need to break your silence. You need to step up. You need to be brave. And you need to remember that God is for you. God is always with you. And whenever there's something scary that you don't want to say, you don't want to speak about, that is a time where you listen to God when he says to cast your worries, throw your worries, throw your cares upon him because he cares for you. And God is faithful. He is so loving. He is so compassionate and caring, and he will help you with whatever you're going through. You are not to fear man. There is nothing that anyone here can do to you when God is on your side. And if you have faith in him, in his promises, in his word, in his love for you, and in his actions, then you will give it to God and not try to take care of it by yourself. And I want to encourage you, my love, because so many of you are suffering from silence in the bad way and you're acting up and not being silent in the other direction. So I want to flip that. I want you to learn how to be silent to help your life and learn how to speak up in the areas that are hurting your life. There's like this ferocious femininity that is very powerful and important for you to also have. And it's just as powerful for you to learn how to have feminine silence, how to lean back, how to sit back, take things in, and then decide what you want to do with it. I hope that this was helpful to you. I really hope that it touched you in a way that just opened something up in you to be able to practice being more silent and ask the Lord to help you if you struggle with saying too much, with sharing too much, with speaking too much, and God will start prompting your spirit. He will start giving you a little reminder in those moments that enough is enough. Just go ahead and listen. Maybe the person was going to say something so important that you would have missed if you kept talking. Give them an extra minute when you would have said something. Instead, stay silent even a little bit longer. Let the silence feel a little bit uncomfortable. Just let it be and watch what happens. I promise it'll be special. I hope that you're all blessed and thriving your femininity. And I'll see you next time. Remember, in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.